Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. Greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome back to Not Worth the Time. We're ready to just fucking get after it. You know, it's been a minute. Happy fucking Labor Day. You thought I was going to take it off? No, I took off last week. I could have skipped this weekend and just enjoyed my Labor Day weekend. But no, I skipped it out on last weekend. The people demand one now. So we're here. Happy Labor Day, everybody. We're we're having celebrating the whole the whole uh what is Labor Day? I believe it has something to do with unions, you know? It has to do with that. Uh Labor Day. And we'll find out right now. The observe uh, observed every year, the first Monday of September, Labor Day is a heart at heart a celebration of the hard-won achievements of the American labor movement and reconciliation of what workers have contributed to the nas- nation's prosperity. Okay, so it's just celebrating. Yeah, it's America. Pat, it's just the laborers patting ourselves on the back. We pat ourselves on the back now, you know, as people who work for banks and insurance companies and <laughs> BlackRock and all that stuff. We that's it, you know. The steel workers, uh, they de- they definitely deserve this day off, you know. Those people, electricians, actual laborers, people who are actually doing physical labor, you deserve it. You deserve it. I don't know if people who work desk jobs necessarily deserve it. But, hey, man, I'll take a free holiday to go fucking, you know, barbecue in the backyard. You know, it is a good one. And uh, that's what's up. You got to love it. You got to love a free barbecue. I went and uh, hung out with a buddy last night. It was a great time. He even did the thing where we had a movie projector outside, cooked, watched newsies, you know, about the labor strike. You know, with the newspaper company, they tried to rob those kids. Just tried to rob those little newsy kids of fucking having 10 cents for it. They only got 10 cents for every 100 newspapers they sold. It was 50 cents, and then they tried to take it away. How dare they, those greedy newspaper people. You know, they tried to really stomp out the newsies. Oh, man, but did Christian Bale come in and sing a couple tunes <laughs> and get the boys riled up? In order to stop selling newspapers on behalf of that guy. Boy, how I was thoroughly entertained by that. I didn't know shit about newsies. You know, it's one of those things you kind of hear in passing and like as a cultural phenomena. Uh, you know, like uh, I know it was definitely like a cult hit. A lot of people. I've just you always hear it talked about in passing. It's like everybody knows about it, but doesn't know the in-depth details about newsies. And it was pretty good. I'll have to admit I was uh, thoroughly enjoyed that. Although I find it hilarious that it's a Disney musical and Walt Disney, I'm pretty sure, fucking hated unions. (laughs) That's a whole whole pro-union thing. Of course, this is far after Walt Disney was uh, around running Disney. You know, this was made in like the 90s or whatever. (laughs) When Christian Bale was like 16 or years old or some shit. God damn. He just looked the same forever, by the way. Just a few wrinkles here and there. And he just keeps getting... He's just fucking handsome devil, dude. Talked in a really thick New York accent where the grammar is just god-awful. <laughs> just that 1919 fucking New York slang. <laughs> oh, man, he can do any fucking accent. It's crazy he's from Wales, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, it was good, though. It was, 
good. It celebrated. It celebrated that way. And then uh, I had a lot of fun this past couple weeks, you know. I went bowling for the first time in a long time, man. Oh, man. Bowling's so goddamn fun. It's. It, I've noticed they've gotten rid of the animations, though, of when you make a strike. I feel like uh, all the online videos of all the horrific <laughs> joke bowling alley strike things that people make now have uh, caught on. They're like, we need to stop just playing these all together because we're giving people ideas. And they're making some horrific memes. It was a good time, though. I found out, apparently, I throw the ball way too hard. I'm a fastballer when it comes to bowling, you know. No curve. I don't put any finesse on it. I have zero finesse. I have zero finesse when it comes to anything in life, so why would I start at bowling and try to figure out a finesse, you know? I can't put spin on that thing. I can't dance. I can't be in those playing newsies. I have the stiff choreography of a fucking mannequin, okay? I can't move that way. I have no finesse. I have the finesse of a mannequin. <laughs> uh, I can do I can move like this. I can I don't have the physical gift to move fluidly. And uh, so I throw straight fastballs, dude. I'm just Randy Do Johnson it the entire time. Whereas my buddy, he's like an avid bowler. He was one of those dudes, he, he got really into it and bought his own ball and all that stuff. And he knows how to like put it on. He understands like finding the groove on a bowling lane with the oil. I don't I don't even know how you, you just got to keep rolling until you find the groove. I don't even know how that works. And I'm just assuming I'm fucking it up the whole time because I'm just throwing fastballs, creating a fucking right groove right down the middle. I love how I line up like a wee bowler when I go. <laughs> I line up like I'm in wee sports. I just step on that first thing and I look at the thing and I'm like, all right, I have four pins over on this side. So I need to scoot over. And then I just like, and then I roll up and look at the spot. Woo! <laughs> I've let it go backwards into the crowd like in wee sports. <laughs> Slip, fucker slipped right out, okay? It's oily from that fucking lane. I line up just like a wee bowler. My favorite thing about going to a bowling alley, much like any place that serves alcohol, is seeing the regulars. This is a different kind of... We've talked about different kind of bar regulars on this podcast before. And I'm here to talk about a, one that is slept on. You know, a true patriot of drinking. You know, one of those people... These people are there all the time. They're possibly keeping bowling alleys afloat with their alcoholism. They're not even bowling. They're just getting hammered at the bowling alley. The bar stool regulars at a bowling alley are the unsung heroes of keeping the lanes open, okay? Without them, you don't get new pins. <laughs> Without Daryl going in there and killing five or six pitchers by himself on a Tuesday, you're not getting new lanes, okay? They're not going to be able to resurface. They Without Daryl slimming back seven Long Island iced teas on a fucking frisky Friday. You don't get the lights for cosmic bowling, okay? You don't understand how expensive those black lights are, people. Okay? Daryl's going in there like, I need to help support the youth bowling programs. If I don't drink my liver into cirrhosis, we can't have enough money for all these black lights and all these touch tunes hit playlists. 
By the way, I love that Cosmic Bowling has not updated their playlist since 2008. <laughs> they have. They are still playing millennial fucking bangers, dude. They're playing now. That's what I call music volume four. <laughs> They're playing way back in the day, dude. They don't give a shit. They're not going to put on any little yachty <laughs> for the youths. <laughs> You're going to be hearing Kesha Timber, okay? <laughs> Pitbull and Kesha Timber. It's going down, okay? Just like those pins. <laughs> but these guys are the unsung heroes, dude. These guys are in there putting it down every night. You have a different level of a commit. You have a different commitment to drinking if your regular spot is to go to the bowling alley and chill out. You know, some of them don't even have foods. Like the one I was at, definitely didn't have food. So, you, or I guess they did. They did have food. I remember that. It just didn't seem like the kitchen was very open. You know what I mean? It gave off the vibes of like. I mean, we technically can do something, but I'm gonna have to fire up the oil thing, and that you know, it's, it's gonna take a while. <laughs> like they don't turn everything on so they deter you from having to eat. And it's not that the manager or management doesn't want you, want to have it open. It's just the employees are like, if I don't turn anything on, it'll deter people from making me go into the kitchen. You know, that's what's going on there. It's a different level of commitment though, because you you have to really love that bar spot to go drink in there. And I think they do because it's not crowded ever. You know, if it's just the regulars in there and then like people who are bowling come in, get a pitcher and they go back out to the lanes, you know. You're not going to come in for one drink and sit there and then go back to like, you know, you come get your shit and you leave and so they have the whole place to themselves. They get the pool table if they really feel like doing something, you know, if they need to get off their ass a little bit, they can go bowl around or two, you know. They just that's why they like it is they can be like, "No, no, I was doing an activity." You know, you tell your your wife, or or even like one of the rares, the rare. This is like a holographic Charizard of drinking, in, in alcoholics. It's the woman who hangs out at a bowling alley, a bar, a woman barfly regular at a bowling alley, dude. That's a holographic Charizard, and you see them, you they're there, okay. These and they'll out bowl you, dude. There's something about a bowling alley wench <laughs> who drink you under the table and fucking score 200, okay, on a bowling alley. Not even trying. She bowls like two times a week. That's not enough to really carry that big of an average, but she's doing it. <laughs> she's fucking killing it. Well, you got these regulars. Why they like this spot is I think they can like they can lie to themselves about being at the bar, you know? They lie to themselves and people around them. You tell everybody, oh, I spent six hours at the bar after work yesterday. They're like, good God, man. That's fucking wild. But then you tell somebody, nah, yeah, I just went straight to the bowling alley and uh, spent six hours there just hanging out afterwards. Like, damn, Dale, Dale, I didn't know you bowled like that. <laughs> I didn't know you just hung out and bowled for six hours. After. Yeah, it's just my hobby. Meanwhile, you're doing 12-ounce curls more than you are rolling. <laughs> you put back more curls than you bowled frames. <laughs> and that's why they love it. But that's a good commitment, you know. They're keeping the bar. They're keeping the fucking bowling alley afloat. But I feel like the bowling alleys are starting to piss them off. I heard conversations. Heard conversations when we were at the bowling alley from these folks. You know, 
I heard this one guy was on the phone. He's sitting in the booth with them talking. And somebody who's probably trying to get somebody to come down, join the party, right? It's a table of three, need to make it a foursome. You know, hanging out, brewskis with the ladies and the fellas. I heard him trying to talk to this guy, and he's like, yeah, it's 3 25 for a bottle down here now. It's fucking outrageous. That's how you know you hang out at a place too often. When you are just, when you automatically know, like, you know the uptick. You're seeing the difference in the sales price, okay? You're used to, you're, you're an alcoholic on a budget, but you don't want to just drink at home. That's sad. That's why you have the bowling alley. You can lie about your addiction. And then all of a sudden, you have, you're balling on that budget. And all of a sudden, your budget starts getting you less and less all of a sudden. That's when you know there's a problem, okay? That's how you know the economy is in the toilet. <laughs> Barfly regulars at bowling alleys are being affected, okay? They're not running the specials no more. <laughs> I can't get a, a Tuesday night twofer at the old Val Lanes. This is ridiculous, okay? I need to have my alcohol. How else am I going to support these kids' cosmic bowling? <laughs> I don't want to buy Girl Scout cookies. I want to support the bowling youth. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's no, there hasn't been a youth program at this bowling alley in, since 2002. Oh, man. I salute you, though. You bar... Uh, I, I salute you, bowling alley bar regulars. You are a staple of the community. And very important, and we need those people in our lives. Lots of wisdom there. If you're ever having problems in life, okay, you go talk to that guy. You find the, you go to any old dive bar. If you need advice, you need some serious, hard nose hitting advice, you know, people tell you, go to therapy, talk it out. Fuck that, okay? Go to a bar and find the old guy, the old regular at that bar, and talk to him. And ask him what he would do in that situation, whatever ailing you or bothering you, right? And when he gives you his answer, just do complete opposite whatever he says. <laughs> and you're going to do the right thing, okay? Here's a reason he ended up there, okay? You just have to take his advice and fucking 180 it. And then you're doing the right thing, you know? He tells you to invest in Enron because that's what he did. Don't. <laughs> It's a fake shell company. <laughs> That's why he's there. And uh, so they're important. Wisdom's there. It's like it's it's encoded wisdom. You just have to use a decipher ring by flipping it 180, <laughs> and you'll be able to get it done, you know? Ah, uh, the bull bar alley regulars. But, guys, that was a lot of fun. But I think we need to talk about what I found this week. And I don't, I didn't know I ever wanted to ans answer to this question or needed to know what had the answer to this question we just i found an article this week i think is going to be interesting so we're going to find this out what happens to dead whales it's a good question i think i mean whales are the biggest mammals in the ocean in the ocean is 75 percent of the earth surface right it's not 75 percent of the earth i think people commonly like kind of think about that wrong like, the, the surface of the earth is 75% water. It's not that the world is 75% water. Because there's shit underneath the ocean. So there's more dirt, I would assume. You can't have water going all the way to the core. Or can you? Are we just on a giant soup? <laughs> well, it might. we might be. But giant mammals, right? Like, the, oh, the, they're important. Like, uh, 
these giant whales, and they're just in the ocean, eventually dying. And what are they doing? So let's find out. How do whales die? Do they do dead whales float or sing? Uh, do people dispose of st uh, stranded whales? If you've ever wondered about whale life after death, find out everything you need to know in this post. I've always wondered about that. Not really. I've never wondered about whale death until just now. And it sounded great to me. By the way, this is by whalescientist.com. <laughs> Credible source. Okay, lifespan and cause of death. Uh, whales generally live a long life, sometimes uh, even surpassing human lifespans. No shit. Yeah, they live longer than 35. <laughs> well, that's also because whales don't have heroin. <laughs> or maybe they do. You know, dolphins use uh, pufferfish to get high. I wonder if whales will sometimes just swallow like a school of pufferfish and just all of a sudden they're just like, Black hole, son, won't you come? <laughs> Uh, bowhead whales are by far the oldest whale species, uh, living up to 200 years. Jesus Christ. Dude, things in the ocean live so goddamn long. Turtles weird me out that they live as long as they do in the fucking sea. They're also so big. I didn't realize how big a sea turtle was until I saw one and, like, saw children swimming next to it in Hawaii. People, don't swim next to wild animals, okay? That thing will bite you. And it was gigantic. It was such a big sea turtle and it was just hanging out by the beach. Now, luckily it was being nice, but I don't know. A vicious sea turtle sounds pretty bad, you know? They could definitely fucking fuck you up, I feel it. I've seen turtles do karate. <laughs> Most often, uh, biennial whales' lifespan ranged from 50 to 100 years. Uh, the smaller dolphins and porpoises generally live a few decades. Many whales die of old age or natural causes such as uh, predation or disease. Unfortunately, anthropologists, humans, or wait, what? Man, uh, humans, I'm just going to fuck up. Unfortunately, humans treat reeds are more uh, significant causes of whale death. Um, thankfully, uh, our long bloody history of hunting whales has ended in the most parts of the world. However, uh, other human related risks are becoming more, uh, abundant plastics, chemical pollution, entanglement, uh, shipping collisions. God damn. Boats are just fucking hitting whales and killing them. That's fuck. That's crazy. That we just hit a whale. I, I guess you can't see it underneath. I, I, why isn't the whale see it? Do whales swim like bad drivers? Is that what it is? Uh, and overfishing are responsible for many whale deaths. Uh, by caught alone killed uh, at least 300,000 centuries each year. God damn. What happens to dead whales? Burial at sea. When a whale dies at sea, its gases fill and uh, blurpy body uh, use a blubbery. God damn, I've never seen the word blubbery spelled out before, but that's how it is, guess. Okay, its gas-filled and blubbery body usually stays afloat for a while. Uh, the floating time varies among individuals and species. Still, the species are more blubber, generally float longer. In fact, the blubber-rich species, such as right whales and 
bowhead whales are easier, easy whaling targets because their huge amounts of blubber uh, made them float longer. Okay. Uh, seabirds and sharks may peck and bite at the floating carcass, but the real feeding frenzy begins when the body sinks to the ocean floor. Uh, a whale's carcass is a lot like a gift sent from above to the, to the deep sea. The ocean floor is usually barren and nutrient poor. Uh, enter the multi-ton whale and dinner party can begin. <laughs> Dude, uh, I, you know, it's all that old adage of like, do they think, do ocean creatures, if they are cognitive and are thinking about this, when they look up, they're like, oh, well, I wonder what's beyond the surface or whatnot. Uh, like if they do have a God and all of a sudden you just see a whale come down. I wonder if any, <laughs> it has to happen. Fish and like lobsters and other stuff have to get crushed by a whale carcass. Like you're just floating around. Um, it's like if a fucking hot air balloon just like fell on somebody or something out of the sky. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden you're just you're, they're just scurrying across. It's a fucking lobster, just like eh, I'm just the bottom feeding lobster, and then all of a sudden a whale fucking crushes you. You're just like it got dark real sudden. Oh my god! <laughs> just a fucking thing. You know, you know what's crazy is uh, I you forget that uh, things like the gases in in all living things eventually just start building up unless they're released and then eventually things just explode me and my girlfriend saw a possum on the side of the road the other day and right out by the house and it, i watched it as the day went on because we went back and forth to doing errands and stuff and at first it just looked up oh, dead possum whatever and then as the day got on you just saw like a big belly keep developing and getting bigger and bigger and i was like what the fuck is happening there and i was like our fucking flies laying eggs in it she goes no gas is building up and it's gonna fucking explode and i was like oh yeah i forgot that's a thing that happens and it's gross it's just gonna fucking fly out with maggots probably because flies are laying eggs in it and shit i fucking hate flies they're the grossest thing ever i'll never forget one time and this will be the last sidebar and i'll get back to the article but i was taking out i was asked to go take out the garbage to put it in the garbage can in the in the garage right and I lifted up the lid to put the fucking bag in. And underneath the lid was just all the way to the back. Just all maggots. All It was the grossest thing I've ever seen. It was disgusting. Actually, that's not true. The second grossest thing I've ever seen was like that. The first one was when I, it was a big drought. And I was playing golf. And the ponds were super low. And fish had died and were like up on the... The ridge or whatever, but because the, you know, the, <laughs> the ridge was lower and I saw where my ball landed, I could technically go play it. Right. So I get down there, but it's by like a, like three or four dead fish on the side of this pond. And I just saw this fish completely eaten from the inside out and in its eyeball was where it used to be were just maggots crawling around in it. Ugh. I hope nobody's eating lunch while I was listening to this podcast. I apologize. That was gross. Uh, it, well, you should have thought about that when I brought up dead whale carcasses. You should have been like, I should turn this off now. Um, so I apologize if you were eating lunch, but it is what it is. Uh, whale carcasses attract sleepier sharks, crabs, uh, hangfish, 
who eat the blubber and meat uh, in the first year or two. God damn, that's how much meat's on these motherfucking things. They For two years, they can just feed on this goddamn whale. Uh, uh, when all the good stuff is gone, the phase enrich opportunists, uh, Carmen worms, um, Molochs, and crustaceans feed on the organs matter in the bones and even leftover fat. After about two years, the whale is stripped bare of its organ materials, organic materials, sorry, and all is left as a skeleton. Yet, it is not the end. The deep sea organisms literally go in the bone and when it comes to eating the whale carcasses wow so the microbacteria within the sea eats away at the bones that's fucking cool that's pretty cool it's pretty metal honestly it's cool that nature nature doesn't waste shit dude it creates and then it fucking reuses okay renews new renew reuse recycle (laughs) mother nature's the og of that uh leading players in the third phase of surface uh, uh, sulfate-reducing bacteria and not-so-glamorous uh, named zombie worm or uh, worsen one of the species of zombie worm gone by bone-eating snot flower worm. Ugh. That's a cool band name. Bone-eating snot flower? <laughs> uh, they extract the fat and oils from the skeleton, breaking it down on the whale bones. From the start to finish, the whale uh, decomposes and can feed abundantly uh, organisms for a century. God damn, for a century, that's how that's important. Uh, the bad case of gas. Uh, the decomposition process of a beach whale is far less charming. Gases build up in the stomach. It's like what I was talking about with the um, uh, whatever the fuck I said earlier. Um, God damn it. What are they called? What did I say earlier? Who cares? Anyway, the nuisance. Uh, possum. Uh, build up in the stomach. Uh, where after two scenarios can follow, in the first scenario, the whale slowly deflates and the gas flows out through the whale's digestive skin or deteriorating skin. It is a smelly business, but nowhere near as dramatic as the second scenario. Sometimes the gas cannot escape through the whale's thick blubber and tough skin. The gas piles up and boom, the whale explodes. Um, Naturally. Uh, natural explosions of dead whale bodies are relatively rare, but the explosion risk increases uh, insurmountably with human interference. Thanks to countless uh, curious individuals who have tried to poke <laughs> stranded whales, viral videos of whales ex- the exploding whales are all over the internet. So if you've ever seen a beach whale, how whatever you do, do not use... Use it as a trampoline. I'm serious. This has happened. Oh, my. Dude, what the fuck is wrong with people? People have used a fuck it. They try to use it as a blob at the at the beach. You go to a fuck it. You find a whale cart. Because, oh, my God, a whale cart is. Let's jump on it. Get Timmy on there. We'll do And you start fucking doing high, high, super fast knees, trying to bounce your cousin really hard on it. And then you just fall through a whale cart. Dude, oh, my God. I, that's the not. I would. I want to be in the person's brain, who thought that like that's what we need to do. Okay, hey, let's. Uh, we were gonna get this done. Okay, hey, yo, man, a whale carcass. Whoa, wait, wait, man, that's crazy. She's like the. 
end of a life cycle. And it's crazy that one day we're all going to die. Even like these big, beautiful creatures are just waiting for their time to end. You guys want to jump on it? Like, how does that fucking conversation even fucking happen? What makes you think that? Oh, I know what it is. Clicks on YouTube. That's that's why that happens. You know what to get us clicks on YouTube? If we jump on the fucking whale. God damn, dude. Oh, let's, let's finish it up here. How do you dispose of it? No one wants to leave a stranded whale on the beach for too long. A dead whale is a sad sight and a health hazard, not to mention the smelly mass of rotting flesh and expulsion rish. Uh, explosion risk. Uh, when a whale is stranded, a team of scientists ideally perform a necroscopy or an autopsy for whales to determine the cause of death uh, or collect samples to re- reveal more about the species biology. After that, they need to dispose of the whale, but it's easier said than done. Uh, it is no news that the whales are huge and difficult to handle. Moving them uh, requires ex. Expensive and heavy machinery. One way to dispose of a whale is to tow the body back to sea where it can fulfill its useful post-mortem function and enrich the deep sea floor. Another option is to dig a 10-foot deep hole in the sand and bury the stranded whale on the beach. Finally, they could cut the whale into pieces and throw it out to sea into a landfill or incinerate it. Good God. There are a lot of things going on there. I feel like fucking towing it would be the easiest thing. You just get a boat and you bring a chain. But then again, I feel like I've definitely seen those videos. I've never seen videos of people fucking with it. I've only seen videos of them trying to dispose of it. And it always ends the same way. It's like they try to use a backhoe and it just splits this fucking whale in two. And it just causes more of a mess than than anything. It doesn't really fix the solution and uh, yeah it, it just becomes very gross and uh not fun that's all i've ever seen but goddamn who knew we would learn this much about whale disposal you guys it's one of the many things and one of the many perks of listening and not worth the time you know yeah and you would never have searched for this so i wasted my time learning about it for you and reading it to you fun right and guess what guys we have hours of other great stuff to help you kill your time with stuff you didn't know you wanted to know right at punninggame.com. That's right, guys. Punninggame.com is where you can find this show, Who Gives It F, The Empty Parlor, uh, Things About Stuff, and a bunch of other podcasts that we have back cataloged and all sorts of entertainment. Hundreds, if not at this point, thousands of hours of entertainment right there at punninggame.com. So check out that sh- that. And don't forget to go to Comic Way Taylor on YouTube. If you want to watch this show, that's the place to go. YouTube.com. Comic Way Taylor is what you search. And hit subscribe, like, share. Show everybody your favorite podcast. If this is your favorite podcast, shout it out. Leave a comment saying, hey, thanks for talking about Whale Blubber. <laughs> you know, and I appreciate anybody. We've gotten a bunch of new subscribers. All the new subscribers, thank you for joining. Really appreciate it. It's been fun, uh, hopefully, entertaining you guys every day. I'm putting out something. I hope you guys look forward to it every time I put something out. So thank you for that. And uh, don't forget to go to the punning game shop, guys. If you want to support, it's the best way to do it. Uh, buy a hoodie, uh, t-shirt, or something from your favorite shows here at punninggame.com. And don't forget to use promo code NWTPOD. That's NWTPOD, and that gets you free shipping at checkout. Um, so do that. That's the best way to support the website. And besides listening and sharing, honestly, 
buying a hoodie and stuff would be cool because you get something out of it. But if you really want to help, uh, like sharing, uh, telling a friend about the shows that you love here at punninggame.com does wonder. So we appreciate that. Um, also, check out my half-hour Wild Horses on YouTube. That's always a good one to check out. Uh, guys, thank you for listening to Not Worth the Time. Uh, sorry I got back off schedule, but now we're back on it, and we're going to get things rocking and rolling. You guys have a fantastic rest of your week. And remember, don't do anything I wouldn't do. 